You are now listening to the Random Rambles of Jay. Number 27. Previously. There's no one wrong to play with me. I promise I will swear on this one. I swear to Jeebus, if Nintendo turn around and release this console at E3 and there is not so much as DVD playback, I will slap somebody in the face with a leather glove. Of a mile, I hold my head, cutting down, I'm dead. And I shot her Christmas spirit down. I shot it right down. And I think I headshot a lot of people's Christmas spirit that year. Gotham City doesn't need me. I'm gonna turn myself in. Her breath actually smelt like poo. You what? I'm black. You ain't allowed to say nigga dog. That's right. Did a session on the weed. Played a bit of 360. Followed by the PS3. Last Friday night. No. Kiss my ass. Suck and guzzle on. And he didn't grab my waist. He grabbed my titties instead. It would be different if we were in a relationship. But to just know that. I'm sexing him for the discount. That's that's a no-no. I will never do that. You die and all you hear is and you're just like, wow, my character just died, but I love this beat. I have African friends and I can tell you they don't come barging through the front door of my house with a spear and a grass skirt. Like that film the day after tomorrow is going to happen next year. Some white married woman having been beaten around the head with a pole and left naked in a park with her bushy vagina on display. This big-headed African black woman who looks like Rihanna and I absolutely can't stand Rihanna. Think about all of the people that the Joker kills and you'll realise and also remember, hold on. They were all black men. Black men. Black men. Black men. You are currently listening to the Random Rambles of Jay for the week beginning December 12th, 2011. Jay and you are listening to my random rambles my 27th podcast which comes four months after my last podcast I am so terrible and I know in my last podcast I made all kinds of promises to you that my follow-up podcast would come to you within four weeks and that somehow stretched to four months yeah so here I am today new podcast I hope you're all well and good I I really do hope that all of the people who were listening to my podcast before you still care enough to stick around and listen to this one that made very little sense I'm finding it hard to string sentences together for this podcast already it's because I am so out of practice it's been four months 
it has been four months terrible and what spurred me to record this podcast recently i've been receiving the odd email and also tweets from a couple of my followers who have been asking for me to record a new podcast and also informing me that they were listening to a bunch of my old ones which made me realize people actually listen to this shit (laughs) so i figured I i may as well continue on and keep recording these pieces of audio drivel so here we are podcast number 27 and it's almost christmas already i can't believe it it is december i i can vividly remember recording my last christmas podcast and it feels like it was just yesterday it's surreal i i can't handle time moving by this quickly i hate it i don't like it especially when i think about what has actually happened over the past year did nothing happen or is it that so much happened in such what feels like a short time frame that I cannot remember I hate it 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 seems like as you get older and as you take on more time just goes by quicker and quicker and I guess that's another reason why it took me so long to record this podcast I had I've just had no concept of time over the past few months and it was only when I looked at my podcasting blog and I saw the last podcast I put out was at the end of July I was like jeebus Christ four months has gone by already it's very crazy but here i am or here we all are december the tail end of 2011 i'm going to do things a bit differently with this podcast a lot a fair lot has happened i've actually been doing stuff i have actually been living life (laughs) because i know i can be a bit of a hermit at times but i've actually been playing a fair few games and attending a fair few events and have had some interesting stuff happening to me at work which I might share with you (laughs) so what I'm actually going to do is I'm going to talk about a piece of it in this podcast and then hopefully what I'll try to do is fill in all of the gaps for a podcast next week and then do my Christmas podcast before Christmas as I've done for the past couple of years so what war oh yeah there you go that should hopefully make up for four months of no podcasts so i'm going to jump right in with the segment which is appropriately titled in my life where i sit and talk about my life let's roll So what has been going on in my life aside from being stuck at work until all manner of ungodly hours of night (laughs) Um, (laughs) I've actually been spending a lot of time with my friends which sounds weird because it's like well surely you do that anyway but I think it's really cool how even though my friends and I we all have our different careers and our jobs and our own uh, and our own lives we've really been making an effort to see one another and do things which 
is brilliant because I remember a distinct moment when my friends and I we weren't really connecting we weren't seeing each other on a regular basis we weren't in constant contact and it was a strange thing because we're all so close but recently we've been going out of our way to do things together and chill and hang and be friends and kick it like the musketeers and this is going to sound really sappy especially if any of my friends listen to this but I really like that we only live once none of us are getting any younger and I think whilst none of us have any strong commitments like being married or having children it's vital that we spend as much time as we can just being guys and hanging that's something I've really been enjoying over the past couple of months especially during those periods at work where I'm so stressed out and everyone at work is pissing me off and my job is pissing me off and no one can see my side it's nice to know that at the end of that week or at the end of the day when I walk out of those office doors I can just leave all that there and just spend time with my friends and just do things that geeky friends do like sit and play games and eat pizza and have a meal and a couple of drinks and just vent about how crap we find our jobs so that's been really really nice and it's going to sound sappy but I hope it never changes eventually it might do who knows what the future holds but for now I'm really enjoying just really spending good quality time with my friends it's something that I think a lot of us take for granted sometimes so I'm just soaking in those moments and it's really cool and another thing I've been doing recently actually I've been gaming more which is really nice I keep using that word nice gaming's well gaming is one of my loves is my passions I love gaming it's what gaming was the catalyst for me starting these podcasts in the first place it was the catalyst for me starting to blog and um there are kind of moments when I don't game at all and then there are moments when I will game non-stop and over the past two to three months I've bought quite a few games as you know there have been a slew of titles dropping week after week after week and it's going to be this way between now and April next year and I've got this stack of games which I've started and have not completed um I won't talk about all of them in this podcast but I will name a couple Deus Ex Skyward Sword um Gears of War 3 Arkham City Battlefield 3 <laughs> this stack of games which I need to get through and it, it, it's it's nice because I can't remember the last time I was in this position where I had lots of games which I needed to play through and needed to complete I don't think I've actually been in this position since the SNES because generally I'm kind of like a one game guy I will buy one game and that's all I will play and I won't buy anything else I refuse to buy anything else until that game is completed but recently I've just been buying games buying games buying games buying games and I know I'm not the only one I think it's because there hasn't really been a period like this over the past couple of years where there have been so many really good purchase worthy games dropping so close to one another and it's that whole gamer mentality that we all have where it's like when a game comes out you have to buy it you can't just leave it on the shelf until 
you actually have the time to play through it or when it might actually go down in price even it's like this game is out I really need it now even though you may not play it for months and so that's the position I'm in and I'm sure it's a position that lots of you are in where you've just got this stack of games you need to play but it's great to know that I'm pretty much set for the next few months because it will take me a while to get through these games and there are still games coming out that that I want like I keep having desires for Skyrim and it's strange because I've never had any interest in the Elder Scrolls games before but Skyrim mm, it's making me feel things so that is a game I, I know I'm going to end up with that game by Christmas I know it and it's going to it's going to ruin my life I've lost friends to Skyrim one of my friends she won't talk to me anymore she won't talk to me anymore every time I text her or phone her she won't pick up she won't answer back when she does it's just I'm playing Skyrim by X so she can go fuck herself as far as I'm concerned and I, I don't want to end up like that I've lost another friend to Dark Souls it's all he plays he invites me and a couple of other mates round to his house to just sit and watch him play it and you try to talk to him and it's one word answers and he talks in this rude tone which we've christened the Dark Souls tone rude rude he can go fuck himself as well so um, I actually would like to buy Skyrim I don't think I can handle Dark Souls I really can't every time I sit and watch my friend play it all he does is die all he does is die I mean the website for the game is preparetodie.com which says it all that game is so difficult and it's so unforgiving and I find it strange but also admirable that From Software put a game out like that in this day and age because so many things which it does are things we would crucify other games for like there's no checkpoint system the save points are so far in between there are no warnings when hazards are coming there's no QTE for you to avoid it in bullet time um, it, 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 there are so many aspects of the game which go against the general convention that a lot of today's games adhere to and I think that's why it's proven so popular because very few developers if any will put a game out like that now and in that sense it's quite refreshing because it's very hardcore it reminds me a lot of um, Dragon's Lair that whole idea of just being insanely difficult and unforgiving. Dragon's Lear was a game I played through and it was frustrating, but that unwillingness, that unwavering unwillingness to let the game beat you is what made me stick through Dragon's Lair. And I think it's that same feeling and that same crux that Demon Souls plays on is that players play it and they die and they're like no I'm not going to let this game win I'm going to plough through it and keep at it and it's that hardcore aspect I think which has made Dark Souls such a hit but after watching my friend play it and seeing what it's done to him and how difficult that game is I don't think I could buy that game <laughs> 10 years ago I would have had the patience to deal with a game like that I've not got that patience now I, I would just put it down and not play it ever again so um, I'm cool with sitting and watching my friend turn into this husk as he plays this game and ignore me and grunt answers at me but I don't think I could play that I really don't but Skyrim is the game I think I'm going to have to pick up in time for Christmas Ugh. so in terms of gaming I've been gaming quite a fair bit been playing the absolute hell 
out of Skyward Sword, but I'm not going to talk about that until the next podcast. Ta-ha! And what else have I been up to? Ooh, Zelda Symphony. In October. Well, this year is the 25th anniversary of The Legend of Zelda. Round of applause. And Nintendo held a symphony at Hammersmith HMV Apollo, whatever that building is called now. And it was amazing. One of my loves and my passions is games, but before games, my passion was music, and it still is. And not just chart music, music by popular bands, but also music in video games. And the Legend of Zelda soundtrack is classic, it's iconic, it's memorable. So the chance to watch an orchestra play it live was not a chance I was going to pass up. And also because... Square Enix do things like this all the time with Distant Worlds, but for Nintendo to do something like this, it's like a once-in-a-lifetime thing. So I ordered tickets as soon as they went on sale, and in October the event the event happened, and it was as amazing as you would have expected it to be. It was so brilliant to hear classic themes played live through an orchestra and I love how an orchestra sounds because you could have the best pro tools the best software you could be the best composer and arranger in the world you're never going to be able to mimic that rich orchestral sound and it that it moves me whenever I hear an orchestra it just moves me and to listen to songs which defined a particular moment in my childhood such as Link to the Past which is one of my favourite Zelda games easily one of my top 10 favourite games ever to hear songs from that game played live through an orchestra it was amazing and it was really moving I didn't think it would be that moving but it really was and I thought I was being a complete pansy (laughs) by being so emotionally moved by the orchestra and the whole event but when I was looking through my Twitter timeline a lot of people were feeling the same thing and when I saw a lot of reviews for the Zelda Symphony it seemed unanimous that everybody who was in attendance of it was moved which was nice for me because I was like okay it's not just me being a complete idiot so um, the Zelda Symphony was amazing and the set list was spot on they played all the favourites even some really obscure tracks that you probably didn't think they would play they did the renditions were brilliant um I did a post on it on my blog I'll drop a link to it in the post for this podcast and I pretty much just gush and slow wank over how amazing Zelda Symphony was in that post so I won't say any more because I could talk for hours as I often do but Zelda Symphony was absolutely amazing I would love for Nintendo to bring it back next year and also to bring it back to London brilliant event and Koji Kondo was also there when he came out I was like (gasps) almost wet myself and he played grandma's theme from the wind waker again everyone got overly emotional one girl started crying it was really cool you can actually go on youtube and find videos which is terrible the the producer of zelda ig anuma came out and said please don't film um people filmed the performances in America and I was really upset I know nobody in London will film and put the videos on YouTube I laughed <laughs> I laughed I thought 
yeah right people are going to record the shit out of this and the girl in front of me she filmed the whole thing I actually felt inclined to kind of be like you got a Twitter account can you hold up those videos because <laughs> some of the renditions are stunning and even though the Zelda Symphony CD come, came with I'm sorry my virus scan decided to pop something up in my ear as I've got my headphones on but what was I saying yeah even though the Zelda Symphony CD came or comes with the limited edition copy of Skyward Sword it sounds different and it also doesn't have all of the songs on there I think the CD has seven tracks and in the program for the Zelda Symphony they played through 14 and the brilliant thing about listening to music live is that it will never sound exactly the same twice and I'm thinking or I have a strong inkling that the Zelda Symphony which was recorded for the CD was um, recorded at a session they did in Japan which was a different orchestra to who played in the UK which was a different orchestra to who performed in America so slight little things are different time signatures are slightly different just I mean obviously fundamentally the songs sound the same in terms of arrangement but there were small little subtle differences which I was able to pick out because I was like that sounded different when I heard it on the night so um that's another reason why I was glad to attend and not just think oh they're releasing the CD with the game so I'll just buy that because listening to it on a CD it doesn't provide the same experiences and the arrangements aren't the same which is why I might have to holler at that girl who was recording everything to hook me up with some of those private YouTube videos you know what I'm saying so Zelda Symphony was amazing blew my mind wonderful love it and I also I spoke about Distant Worlds I attended that too but I'm going to talk about that in my next podcast (laughs) so um that pretty much sums up that well that sums up a small part of what has been going on in the life of random J, and i will be filling in the gap i'll say that again i will be filling in <laughs> the gaps in my follow-up podcasts over the next two weeks so y'all will have to stay tuned the 2011 or the tail end of 2011 has been a great year for gaming in my personal opinion I can't remember the last time when I had such a wealth of triple A titles to play across so many different platforms it's a brilliant time for Wii owners, PS3 owners, Xbox 360 owners, PC owners and it rolls into next year as well when we've got some brilliant games releasing such as Tomb Raider, Mass Effect 3, Resident Evil Revelations, Mass Effect 3, Final Fantasy 13 2, Street Fighter X Tekken, Mass Effect 3 and I'm really excited. I'm a bit scared because I'm wondering and not even wondering I know I'm not going to be able to get 2011's games completed in time for when Mass Effect 3 drops which I think is one of the first big titles to release next year but it's brilliant even games I didn't think I would pick up 
I'm strongly considering buying. Like, I, I hate that I really want Street Fighter X Tekken, especially given that Capcom have this penchant for releasing updates to these games not even six months after the original released. We saw it with Street Fighter 4, we've seen it with Marvel vs. Capcom 3. I know Street Fighter X Tekken is going to get done exactly the same with a Street Fighter X Tekken EX Plus Alpha Turbo Dash Gold. So I I want to buy that game as soon as it comes out, but I will definitely be showing some restraint seeing as Capcom have this annoying habit of releasing updated versions so soon and at a discount price as well. Cheeky bastards. As for games, all Mass Effect 3. Now, Mass Effect 3 is a weird one because I want that game. I will definitely be buying it day of release without fail, but I'm not majorly excited for the game yet and I think it's because a lot of the news which has been put out via Mass Effect News Twitter feed follow it if you're not it's really brilliant um, for all the latest Mass Effect information on blogs websites and from Bioware themselves it's stuff we already know it's stuff we've been knowledgeable of for the past several months like we don't care about these female shepherds when you keep changing them every couple of months in a poll we know the game's going to have multiplayer we know Kaiden's coming back we know Ashley's coming back it's just all this information which Bioware putting out like it's news it's not and so I think everyone's kind of just playing the the wait and see and it's difficult to get excited about a game when there's nothing new being said about it I think Mass Effect 3 is one of those games where of course it's going to be a huge success everyone's going to buy it but I don't think the excitement of it has truly kicked in yet and I don't think it will until January, February when I'm sure EA will push their promotional marketing wagon into overdrive and that game will be everywhere and then when the game is kind of within our sights and we're starting to see previews, reviews, artwork new stuff starting to surface in regards to that new stuff starting to surface in regards to that game then everyone will get a bit excited about it but at the moment I'm like Mass Effect 3 of course I will buy it but I'm not getting amped for it and I think it was the same with Skyward Sword as well it was one of those games where you went from getting you went from excitement of knowing there was a new Zelda game coming to not hearing anything about it so it was like well of course I'll buy the game when it comes out but I'm not excited about it and then leading up to the release with Zelda Symphony and then the reviews 10s, 9s, best Zelda game ever then the excitement started to kick in so I think it would be the same with Mass Effect 3 and in regards to games which I've been playing now biggest surprise for me Gears of War 3 now I've made no secret of my dislike of Gears of War (laughs) I've mentioned it in so many podcasts now that I had absolutely no love for Gears of War 1. I thought the game was absolute doo-doo. Couldn't get into it. Too clunky, too dark, too boring. Really didn't care about any of the characters. Could not get on with that game. I avoided Gears of War 2. Like, that game didn't exist. And for some reason, I ended up picking up Gears of War 3, completing it, and I really like it. And it's strange. I'm not sure what it is about Gears of War 3 or what Epic Games did with the promotion of that game which really drove me to buying that game but it worked because I ended up with it 
And as I played through Gears of War 3, I, I question what exactly was it about the first game I didn't like because I like the third game. And fundamentally, Gears of War 3 is the same game that Gears 1 was. The controls are the same. The characters are the same. The premise of the game is the same. But somehow it's been packaged in a way which is more palatable or more serviceable to me and I'm not quite sure Gears of War 3 makes me want to go back and play the first game and I think at some point I will and I'll also play the second game and something else which pushed me into thinking I probably need to play the first game is one of my friends he said he liked Gears of War 3 but he felt that the first game was better and another one of my friends who was a huge Gears fan said that he liked number 3 but again he thought the second game was better so now that I've played Gears of War 3 I'm familiar with the controls and the setting and everything else I think my play experience of the first two games will probably be a bit different so that's something I may do adding additional games to my already mountain like pile of games I have to play through by the time Mass Effect 3 comes out but never mind it's always good to have games to play and another game is Battlefield 3 which my very good friend Kuba oh how I love your Polish sausage Kuba he bought bought me (laughs) Battlefield 3 as a birthday slash Christmas present and Battlefield was a game which really wowed me in the trailers as I think it did everyone with the destructible environment and how dynamic and chaotic the game felt it was so cinematic it felt so real you felt like you was really in the heart of the action but then I played the game and it didn't feel that great it didn't feel new the pace actually felt slow and I'd say the first hour of that game is literally everything you had seen in the trailers beforehand so I don't even feel like I'm playing the game I literally feel like I'm watching the trailer whilst I have the controller in my hand and I find the single player campaign quite boring I've not played through it yet because I just can't get on with it if, if I feel if I'm playing a game and I'm not having fun with it rather than force myself through it I will just turn it off so I, I will I'm going to have to get through that campaign at some point. I'm going to have to because I have this thing about starting a game and not finishing it. But the the campaign in that game just felt boring to me because it's like, well, I've seen this all before. And the multiplayer is really fun. I suck at the multiplayer in Battlefield 3. I'm not really an FPS fan, but the multiplayer in Battlefield 3, it is fun. I managed to kill I usually manage to kill at least two people per match which is two more than I managed to kill when I played Modern Warfare 2 online so that's something I guess I really do suck I I suck so bad at these FPS games in multiplayer that the amount of abuse I get thrown at me on Modern Warfare it's horrid I get kicked out of games I get ridiculed and I actually have to just disconnect you know, I, I still have my pride. I suck at these games, but I still have... I'll, I'll be the first to admit I suck at these games, but I still have my pride. What other games have I been playing? Oh, Skyward Sword. Oh, hello there, Arkham City. But I'm not going to talk about those just yet. <laughs> there was another game. There was definitely another game. I'm not... I'm just going to lean and look at my collection for a sec. No, that is it. Gears of War 3, Battlefield 3 and Arkham City 
and Skyward Sword, my lowdown, soon to come. <laughs> Sexy voice and hard. Oh, hi there. I'm going to tell you how you can stalk me. If you would like to follow me or send me a tweet on Twitter, where I share everything from my morning poos to what I am eating for dinner in the evening, you can follow me at underscore randomj underscore over at Twitter. You can also check out my blog, my random as hell blog, which is just as random as these podcasts at randomjblog.com and if you fancy giving me the more personal touch you can always send me an email at randomjmail at gmail.com and if you fancy gaming with me or inviting me to an xbox party feel free my gamer tag is not that memorable so i will direct you to my blog once again randomjblog.com and if you go to the contact section you can find my xbox live gamer tag right there have you ever wondered what it would be like if princess peach could rap no, me neither. I'm really looking to to I'm I'm really looking to Tomb Raider. I'm really looking forward to the new Tomb Raider. It's a much needed reimagining of a series which started off so strong and then turned to absolute poo. Tomb Raider 1 I loved, Tomb Raider 2 I didn't like, Tomb Raider 3 was a mess and then every game after I just disregarded it wasn't Tomb Raider in my eyes. And so for Crystal Dynamics to come in and completely reimagine the series, it's what Tomb Raider needed. And that trailer that they showed off at E3 amazed me. 
and it shows a different side to Lara. Like it doesn't play so it doesn't play up so much on the sexuality of her character that she's got these huge Dolly Parton looking breasts and this skinny ass waist, and she's doing handstands on ledges. It's really gritty. It feels much more cinematic. You kind of empathise with Lara Croft as a human because she really good, gets put through it in this trailer, and it reminds me a lot of Uncharted. And I think that seeing what Naughty Dog have done with the Uncharted series, that surely had to have spurred the Tomb Raider reimagining because it seemed that Naughty Dog had really latched onto the essence of what made Tomb Raider so fun originally and capitalised on that, whereas Tomb Raider seemed to be steering away from that. So it'd be interesting to see how that game turns out but the the trailer looks really really good it's really gritty i don't think we're going to get that same sense of fun that we get from uncharted and that light-heartedness but there's definitely going to be that same sense of exploration danger tactics and you know edge of your seat thrills and spills as it were so the game looks fantastic and for me to have ignored the series for so many years and be interested in it again that's a big deal it shows that Crystal Dynamics really could be onto something with this game so Tomb Raider is a game I'll definitely be keeping my eye on hopefully the reviews will be good and it will be a must purchase game otherwise I will be really disappointed Resident Evil Revelations um, I've played Resident Evil Revelations I got a chance I had the chance Ugh, my English is so terrible today I managed to get some hands on time with that game at the Eurogamer Expo and the graphics are brilliant the setting is great I think this game is going to give you more of that classic Resident Evil experience but the controls suck the game really does need a second thumbstick which I think it will be compatible with that horrible boat dock circle pad attachment thing but with the touch screen the controls are just horrid it, I found it near enough unplayable I, there's no way I could play through that game with the current controls no way but me being the Resident Evil whore that I am, eventually I will buy that game. I'm not going to buy a 3DS until Nintendo release the new 3DS i, which will have a second circle pad built in. Because I'm not going to buy a 3DS and then spend money on that horrible thing, that wireless router looking thing that slides onto the snow. So Resident Evil Revelations I will buy you, but just not yet. And then Final Fantasy 13 2 another game I got to play at the Eurogamer Expo now Final Fantasy 13 was a bit of a rubbish game bit crap amazing battle system stunning graphics amazing soundtrack but the gameplay was absolute crap crud but I'm a slut for Final Fantasy so of course I will be buying 13 2 when it comes out regardless of whether it gets 2's out of 10's or 9's I don't care I'll buy that game um, the demo I played didn't really showcase that much new. The battle system remains pretty much unchanged. The graphics look better somehow. I don't know how Square are continuing to push these amazing visuals out of these consoles, but they've managed it because it does look better than 13. Much more cinematic, a bit more hands-on, but I wasn't really able to get a sense of... I mean, it was just a demo. All you did really was play... You, you ran through a corridor and fought a couple of battles so the demo wasn't really this particular demo I played wasn't the best emissary for the game completely changing how the original 13 game played but the more I see on the game the more positive 
I feel about it doing a lot of the things right which 13 failed to do and deliver on and I'm actually starting to get a bit more excited about that game it comes out in the first week of February I believe in Europe with a late January release for North America and Japan and it does look like a really good game soundtrack sounds really strong I'm not really in love with having Sarah as the lead character because I absolutely hated her in 13 I was so upset when I found out that she didn't die but lightning's back we'll see I just hope lightning is that same stank attitude ho that she was in 13 bitch I'ma tell you this one more time you call me a nigga again I'ma shoot you in the face hmm says I'd like to see you try nigga oh it's all oh girl it's all lightning isn't fun when she's nice and has manners I like her when she's just horribly ghetto and rude to people so hopefully she'll just be a rude bitch in 13 too and that pretty much sums it up so they're the games I'm really looking forward to playing in 2012 and that's only scratching the surface now play on random J radio radio
And this concludes my 27th podcast. The Random Ramble of J number 27. And I guess now would be as good a time as any to tell you what you can expect in Random Ramble number 28. I will be talking in great depth about The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Is it the best Zelda game ever made? Is it better than The Ocarina of Time? Is it a contender for Game of the Year? I will answer all those questions in my next podcast, which will be coming very, very soon. I will also be talking about other games I have played, such as Arkham City, Super Mario 3D Land, Mario Kart 7... Kid Icarus (laughs) and I want to say many many more but I think that is it unless over the next two days I happen to play a shitload more new games there's the possibility I may end up playing Skyrim which will give me more to talk about which would make for a nice beefy Christmas podcast and there's lots of other pieces of shit (laughs) wow i really sold that which i will be sharing with you in my next podcast odd things which have been happening and transpiring in my life i've over the past week which i shall be sharing with you and until then all i can say is keep safe i hope you stay well and if any of you want to holler at me you can you know where to find me randomjblog.com and also on the old twitter at underscore randomj underscore and you can also email me at randomjmail at gmail.com so until podcast number 28 is all on the board i will catch you later bye bye